1: Here's your real estate insider, Dr. Chuck Fury.
2: Hello, folks. Dr. Chuck here, your real estate insider. Great to be back with you again this week. Hope you had a wonderful week, and we're looking forward to joining you today for more real estate insider tips, strategies, and discussions. Uh, Today, I'm happy to welcome back my co host, Mike Staten, to the show. Mike is our very talented manager of operations at Stanford Property, he's also an important member of our Stanford Property Brain Trust where we formulate creative strategies to get more out of your real estate sales and investments. Hi, Mike. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Sean? I'm doing fantastic. I had a week off last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to a terrific seminar, mm-hmm. and um, ready to roll up my sleeves and get back into action.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I know that... Uh Going on vacation, sometimes you get a little bit of rest and relaxation, but uh, I think that things were a little intense for you out there.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. This particular seminar, uh, the seminar leader keeps us uh, up since maybe 8 a.m., and he doesn't stop till at least midnight or 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Wow, wow. Yeah, he's, he's an amazing guy. Working you hard. Yeah, working us hard. But uh, very
3: good information. Uh, it was great to do this, and I'm um, ready for action this week as good, well. Good, good. And uh, I know we have a lot of listeners that are also ready for action. So if yeah. uh, any of them have questions, they can always give us a call at 888-NO-TAXES or send us an email at hidrchuck at gmail.com. That's H-I-D-R-Chuck at gmail.com. Thank you for letting into uh, the listeners'
2: minds how they can contact us. That's great, Mike. Uh, What's this thing about 888-NO-TAXES? Now, no taxes, how can you possibly, well, in the field of real estate, uh, you know, hold real estate for a while, uh, years in most cases? And then turn around and sell your property without paying taxes. I don't get that. Well, that's what we've been doing
3: for a long time. Um, I know that you do get that. (laughs) Yeah, I do uh, get that. Because (laughs) you've been helping our clients do it for quite some time. Uh, What we really do is help people sell without having to pay additional capital gains taxes uh, and usually avoid them altogether uh, legally. So yeah, that's, that's right. kind of one of the things we're all about here, in addition to helping our clients sell for top dollar and get uh, the most value out of their transactions as possible.
2: Yeah. Well, that's terrific. I mean, that's important information for people to to um, understand. And, of course, I'm playing the role sometimes of a potential client uh, when I say, how can you do that? Mm-hmm. Because, of course, we do know how we can do that. We've been doing that for 28 years and right. showing people how to uh, – really maximize uh, the return on their investments as well as avoid paying taxes. Um, Now, avoiding taxes uh, is an interesting thing because um, we do this legally. This is in the tax code. It's not just some philosophy or theory that we grab from thin air, but it is in the tax code. There's tax code sections, and when I sit down with a client or you sit down with a client, we're very clear to show them the code sections and then ask them to uh,
3: visit their own tax advisor to verify our information. Well, it's um, it's interesting. Even some tax advisors don't know about this until they really go into the tax code and look a little bit more closely, because we've done yeah. our homework. We've really looked into these programs, yeah. and we know where the tax code says it, that you're allowed to do them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking with a couple of financial planners last week, yeah. and, and they were blown away by this. They said yeah. that they had no idea that you could do this, and, yeah. and they were amazed. And Yep. They, they checked out our materials and said, yeah, you guys are right on. So. Yep. It's cutting-edge stuff, Mike, and uh, that's what we're all about. Uh,
2: we've been selling real estate for 28 years, uh, and uh, we have um, many, many clients that love what we do there. Mm-hmm. But what we're trying to do now is to incorporate some uh, tax planning and some estate planning into the mix because many of our clients are – between the age of 45 and 75, and they're looking for ways to uh, speed up their retirement or to reallocate their assets in such a way that they're enjoying their life more. And that's really what it's about.
3: It's not really about the real estate. It's about your life. Yeah, yeah. Enjoying your life and and living the life you deserve and using your real estate possibly as a way to get there. Exactly. Like we say, use what you have to get what you need
2: to create the life you deserve. So let's talk a little bit about using what you have. Um, we're going to talk specifically to uh, folks right now who do own real estate, although we have many strategies to help people that don't own real estate, including equity sharing and other things. But today's program, let's talk about people who do own real estate and they want to use what they have to get whatever they it is they need in order to create that life that they want.
3: Excellent. Yeah, that yeah. sounds good.
2: Yeah. Uh, before we do, I was just looking at this, um, <laughs> this little... Um, Note that apparently uh, one of the tenants sent to another tenant uh, in an apartment building. Hello, we hope your exorcism was successful last night. Uh, We do ask as a courtesy to us and the other neighbors on this floor that you limit expelling demons to just Friday and Saturday nights, please. Thank you in advance.
3: Yeah, oh, well, that's a courteous note, but um, not so courteous neighbors, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah, I think, Mike,
2: you have one, too. But the reason we're we're bringing these to uh, our listeners' attention is many of our uh, clients and listeners call us and say, you know, I've got... I've got a fourplex. I've got a duplex. I've got an apartment building. I'm tired of management. I get letters like this all the time from my tenants. One tenant's fighting with the other tenant. you know. But I can't get out because of the taxes. I will not sell because the Brilliant. taxes are overwhelming.
3: Yeah, and, and a lot of these people, they don't want to be dealing with the management hassles of, of splitting up fights between tenants. Ah. It's, it's annoying. There's there's noise complaints all the time. I, I do have a, a noise complaint here that uh, we saw yeah. recently. Uh, It's a big letter, and in big, bold letters at the top, it says, your bass speakers are amazing. Dear neighbor, your car's sound system is amazing. It is so loud, and the bass is so rockin' that it actually shakes all the apartment buildings in the complex. Awesome. (laughs) This exceptionally red when you pull up at 3.30 in the morning and wake up the entire community. Wicked awesome. We are all very (laughs) impressed with your super cool sound system, don't even think about turning it down when you pull up to the buildings you share with hundreds of other people <laughs> signed your envious neighbors.
2: <laughs> you know, I like that approach because yeah. <laughs> there is a, you know kind of a sarcastic humor underneath it all.
3: There's definitely and, sur- some sarcasm in there, yeah, sure. They yeah. but they say don't even think about turning it down, which yeah. is uh, yeah. playing with fire if you ask yeah, me. Yeah, well, it is.
2: <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. But the whole point is we're here to help folks uh, understand there's a different way. Mm -hmm. If you don't like property management, if you don't want to sell because you're going to have to pay enormous taxes, give us a call. We'll chat through it with you because Mm -hmm. uh, there are many strategies that can be employed where you don't have to pay those taxes and you can right. get out of property management without paying the taxes and you can still own real estate without property management you can uh buy property where you don't even pay property taxes you don't yeah. pay any maintenance on the building you don't even you know you don't you don't you don't pay for a new roof you don't pay for a toilet that goes out uh you don't pay insurance um we have special programs that are again legally uh strategized to avoid uh, taxes.
3: Yeah. And, and those are some really great programs that we have. But uh, as you were saying before, I think we'll talk a little bit today about the the general benefits of just owning real estate. And there's five key benefits that we like to talk about on this program. I've heard you yep. talk about quite a bit. Sure. And uh, I think they're preserved in an acronym yep. by uh, IDEAL. That's it. Yeah.
2: IDEAL. Yes. Uh, and that is income. For I, D for depreciation, E for equity buildup, A for appreciation, and L for leverage. And those, in a nutshell, are the five benefits of owning real estate. And the way they play into the picture is fascinating and very creative and very beneficial for those who own real estate and utilize it the right way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, in our second segment, let's do a deeper dive into those five, Mike, and uh, talk with our uh, clients a little bit about how they can benefit from these uh, from the from using these benefits in the right way. Yeah, sounds um, good. In the meantime, I wanted to ask you a question, and that is, if you owned a piece of real estate, either your home or investment property, and you needed to borrow money to pay off some debts, or maybe you're very seriously into debt, and you might be in foreclosure. Uh, you can't borrow the money for whatever reason. You you're, you don't have an income, you don't have the credit history, whatever. You don't want to sell your property. You want to use it if it's investment property, or you want to live in it if it's your home. How can you still create those dollars and cents and get what you need? Using your property?
3: Yes, using uh, So, your you know, insurance fraud, I guess, you know, burn it down or something like that? <laughs> oh, or...
2: wow. That's, now,
3: that's a creative strategy. I have thought about that I'm trying one. to think outside the box <laughs> here.
2: Yeah, you are, Mike. That's very good. And I'm sure uh, there's been people in the past who have thought about that sort of thing. <laughs>
3: now, now, that's not a, a, a strategy we recommend. No, no. I no. want to be clear about
2: that. We definitely want you to check with, you know, your local police enforcement about that strategy. <laughs> <laughs> Forget the CPA and the tax advisor. I think the local police uh, force would, would have a opinion on that one. Yeah, that's your first stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, but seriously, there are several out-of-the-box approaches that can be used um, that we'll talk about in our next segment that, um, that will uh, allow someone to borrow money, essentially, to raise money, to raise capital uh, to make this uh, transition for them if they need to pay off debts or get out themselves out of foreclosure or um, or maybe they want to make another investment. They just want to uh, create a, a new investment, but they don't have the capacity to borrow money.
3: Right, and, and there's so many people out there that um, are in that situation. Uh, there's a lot of opportunities to borrow money, you know, home equity lines of credit, or yeah. um, you know refinancing and taking cash out, and right. those are options that we work with, uh, you know, our clients uh, every day on. Sure, but uh, if you're not in that situation, you're not able to do that. Uh, you need a different solution. That's right. Well, we're problem
2: solvers. And when somebody comes to us and says we need to, we need to borrow money, and we do an analysis and tell them we're sorry, but with a 610 credit score and um, retirement income, you know, you don't have the capacity to do that. But here's two or three other strategies that you might use if it's important to you to raise this money mm-hmm. to make that happen. So uh, in some instances, we're, we're the last stop people use before they give up. And yeah. uh, it's nice to be... It's not be able to, uh, to give them a solution. So uh, let's take five, Mike, and when we get back, we'll give everyone the answer. Sounds good.
1: For questions or comments about today's topic, send email to hi Dr. chuck at gmail.com. That's H-I-D-R-Chuck at gmail.com. Or call 1-888-NO-TAXES now. Back to your Real Estate Insider with Dr. Chuck Fury.
2: Welcome back, folks. Dr. Chuck here, your Real Estate Insider. Thank you for listening, and thank you for staying with us for segment two. If you're now just joining us, uh, we've been discussing in the first segment uh, a circumstance where a client actually came to us recently and needed to pay off some debts. Um, They were in foreclosure, so there were quite a few debts to pay off and to bring their mortgage current. They couldn't borrow, had a horrible credit rating. Uh, had already gone through a bankruptcy. Uh, They didn't want to sell because they wanted to continue to stay in their property. So how is it that they can make this happen for them? Well, uh, what we decided to suggest to them is they can sell a partial interest in their property. That's one strategy. And a partial interest is very interesting. You can sell air rights to your property. And in some very wealthy communities, neighbors will do that. Uh, if you live above someone else and you don't want them to build up, you ask. You can go to them and pay some money and have them put on their deed that you own the air rights above their home. Mm-hmm. That means when they sell to someone else and that other person wants to remodel and add a second story or third story and block your Bayview, sorry, they can't do it. Right. So <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> there was a man in Chicago around the turn of last century and he went to the railroad company in Chicago, and he bought the air rights above the railroads for a song, just a song. And in those days, there were no high-rises there. Now you go there, and you see these high-rises with these little tunnels that go through uh, the ground floor of those buildings. Yeah. He made a killing.
3: Yeah, that's uh, such a smart move. It's yeah. a forward-thinking move. There.
2: Yes. So that's – I obviously, it's not easy to sell air rights to your home uh, unless you're in a particular area and with a particular – Uh, Advantage, but um, you can sell, for example, a remainder interest in your property. Mm -hmm. You can uh, live in your property for the rest of your life, and someone else would take ownership with a remainder interest at the point at which you pass away. That is not that has nothing to do with your credit history. It has nothing to do with your ability to borrow money. Uh, You can negotiate uh, lots of interesting, creative terms with the remainder interest. uh, That can be paid on installments. That can be done. Uh, many, many different ways so that it suits your needs and creates the lifestyle that you want. Uh, there's also um, there's a guy around that's um, trying to, to uh, lend money, quote-unquote, to people on a deed of trust, and then he has you sign uh, away the rights to the appreciation of your property in the future. Mm. I don't recommend that strategy, but oh, yeah. uh, he is... Uh, uh, advertising in the newspaper on that one. So uh, if any of you out there have a situation like this and you want to
3: brainstorm a little bit, call our Brain Trust. Mike, what's that number? 888-NO-TAXES, and you guys will be directly connected with us. We're happy to go over any questions you may have. Or if uh, you want to know something that we can talk about on the air, please give us a ring, and we'll be happy to go over that.
2: Terrific, Mike. Um, Now, we're going to fast track the five benefits of real estate. We mentioned them earlier, income, depreciation, equity buildup, appreciation, and leverage. And we'll talk uh, real quick about each one of those. Uh, Now, income, of course, uh, real estate can and should produce income. Mm -hmm. Even your home, many uh, people that are ready for retirement are sitting on their home. It's worth couple million dollars, and uh, or it's worth $500,000. Whatever it's worth, they're sitting on it, and they realize that square footage is not generating income. Right? It could potentially could. They could rent out a room or two. Many people come to us and say, I'd sell my home, but I have to pay so much capital gains tax, I can't um, logically justify that, so I'm going to stay in my home until I die. They get to step-up in basis when they die. That's great. But they're going to sit there and avoid potential earnings. Uh, by doing that, and uh, we have strategies to help them avoid that. Mm-hmm. So creating income, I guess we had a client recently. Uh, he was getting what twenty four hundred a month on his home, right? Yeah, and we shot him into a triple net investment, and now he gets how much per month? Uh, eight thousand a month. Yeah, yeah. eight. That's almost quadruple what he was getting before, and that's uh, net, isn't it, Mike? Yeah,
3: that's absolute net.
2: That's not gross. So that's after any payments to property taxes, insurance, and Mm -hmm. so forth. In his case, he doesn't have property taxes and insurance or maintenance, uh, just modest maintenance on it. So um, let's talk about depreciation, which is item number two. Uh, Depreciation, uh, if you're an investment uh, owner of real estate, you get to take a depreciation for uh, 27 and a half years on your residential real estate. And, um, gee, one of our clients recently had owned his property 35 years and had blasted through all the depreciation that he'd gotten. Right. And it wasn't a lot because he bought that property for 250000 and you can only depreciate the improvement value. So long story short, he wasn't getting a lot of depreciation. Now he goes into a triple net property, uh, and he... Uh, has depreciation, uh, given the current uh, estimated improvement value, of over $100,000 a year of depreciation.
3: Yeah, that's a major difference from what he was uh, yeah. claiming before. That's right. So he can quadruple his income,
2: and he can write off part of that income with very substantial depreciation dollars. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's just repurposing his investment. That's what we did for him. Mm-hmm. Now, equity buildup, I love equity buildup because that's a terrific one because there's no tax involved in equity buildup. Equity buildup is where you put, you finance your property, you put uh, a loan on your property, and if it's amortizing, that means every month a part of the principal and a part of the interest is paid Mm -hmm. So if you have a 5% uh, loan, hopefully you have something less than that. But if you have a 5% loan and you make payments every month and it's amortizing, part of that goes to principal pay down and part of that goes to pay that 5% interest rate every month. Well, the principal pay down on some of the investments we're putting people in is substantial. And over 10 years, uh, gee, in our last investment, over 10 years, uh, he's going to uh, pay down that loan by how much? Uh I think eight hundred thousand. Eight hundred thousand. Yeah. yeah. It was eight hundred thousand, a little more than eight hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah, I
3: think and, that's
2: right. And yeah. what's what's great about that, that's an invisible way that he's building net worth over time. Mm-hmm. Over the next ten years, he will be eight hundred eight hundred thousand dollars richer because mm-hmm. he will have built that equity into his property. And who's paying for that? The tenant is paying for that. Right. Yeah, the tenant will be paying him. In this case, it's Walgreens. Walgreens will be paying him money every month to stay in his property. He will be paying down his mortgage by $800,000. So at the end of 10 years, uh, he'll be $800,000 richer, and he will not have paid any tax
3: on that increase in wealth. Yeah, and and that uh, is a major benefit because he keeps on – Having a more valuable property year after year, or more value in his own property, exactly, and uh, taking it away from the bank, yeah, and the tenants right. paying for all yeah. of that, and the associated um, a benefit from there is not just the equity buildup from the principal being paid down, but the uh, the mortgage interest that's being paid, uh, he gets to deduct that. Exactly on his taxes. right. Exactly right. Good point, Mike. So the next one is appreciation, and I know we're
2: buzzing through these right now, and anybody can call us and get more information if they need to. Appreciation we're well aware of in the Bay Area because the residential appreciation has been, you know, nothing short of astounding. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, let's just take some numbers here for a second. Um, If you take $100,000 of cash – that you have saved over the years, in and you get a ten percent return in the stock market on that, um, and that's a very healthy return. And that will come at some risk. When you invest that in the stock market, um, you're going to make ten thousand dollars at the end of the year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's decent. That's decent in, uh, return, ten percent. And most investors would take that in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. If you take that same ten thousand dollars and you find a good a loan for a piece of real estate that's worth a million dollars. You put ten thousand dollars, $100,000 down and you um, go ahead and finance 900000 on it. Uh, at the end of a year, if you have 10% appreciation, how much money have you made then? Quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. 10% of a million dollars is 100000 yeah. So you've doubled your money. Yeah. You've doubled your money. So you don't have 10000 at the end of the year. You have 100000 at the end mm-hmm. of the year. And what's more and greater about that than simply uh, making ten thousand at the stock market is when you make that ten thousand at the point you sell that stock, you will pay capital gains tax on that mm-hmm. in this instance. the hundred thousand you made in the in the real estate will not be taxable to you now, and when you sell that investment, if you call us first and talk to us about how you can avoid paying that tax, you won 't pay tax on that one hundred thousand either that sounds perfect so um, that 's why uh, real estate is um, a major benefit is compounding in real estate. And Mm -hmm. Einstein said that compounding was the eighth wonder of the world. And uh, as we do a deeper dive into real estate, we see why. What's the last one, Mike? What's the L
3: stand for? Leverage, which uh, is very powerful as well. Um, A lot of people uh, don't realize that you can get a much more valuable property with a little bit of leverage, and that enables you to uh, maximize all the other benefits that we just talked about.
2: Absolutely right. Absolutely. The leverage is, is your friend, and if we use leverage in a friendly way and a safe way and a calculatedly safe way, mm-hmm. which we can talk about on another show, um, you stand the best chance of making the best investment possible, uh, if you use other people's money, a great example is if you finance a property and you use the bank, that's using leverage. Mm-hmm. That's uh, And we have one of our clients recently, uh, he gets a 10, 6% cap rate on his investment, which means he gets 6% net cash flow to himself. Um, but uh, he put a loan at 4.6% on it, so uh, a 2.5 million, a little bit over 2.5 million so I calculated that out, and he's making $35,000 on the spread between what he's getting from uh, his tenant and what he's paying to the bank. So he's making mm-hmm. money on the bank's loan, which I love. Yeah. 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 See, Not
3: everybody gets to be able to say that.
2: No. It's time that we made money on the bank rather than the bank's making money on us. That's exactly. what I think. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we buzzed through that pretty quickly, Mike. Um, True. If uh, any folks out there have any more questions about what we just talked
3: about... I think they should contact us. Absolutely. And, yeah, they can reach us at 888-NO-TAXES. You know, we definitely invite everybody listening to give us a call and ask about you know your own situation, whether you're looking to get into real estate or you're a longtime investor. So please give us a call, 888-NO-TAXES, or send us an email at hi chuck at gmail.com. That's
2: terrific. Any questions you have, give us a call. Mike or I will take your call. We'll call you back if... We're on another line, and we'll talk to you specifically about your challenges, your questions, or just give us a success story about what you've done with real estate, Mm -hmm. and we'll share it on the air. Have a great week, everybody. It's been great being with you. Thank you, Mike,
3: for joining us. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Thanks a lot.
2: All right, and we'll see you next time. This has been
1: your Real Estate Insider with Dr. Chuck Fury. It's his mission each week to make real estate easy, lucrative, and fun. If you have a specific real estate challenger story you'd like to share with Chuck, just send an email to hidrchuck at gmail.com. Again, that's H-I-D-R-Chuck at gmail.com. Or call 1-888-NO-TAXES. That's 1-888-NO-TAXES.